Welcome back to Music Is My Medicine podcast. Today's guest has seen a huge success in music. A few years ago, he was playing with famous artists like Skepta and touring the country with his rap trio Marvel. Then, suddenly, he had it all taken away and that led him to a breakdown and mental health hospital. After a long recovery, he came back to music and released a very honest and positive song called Self Love. The song has been viewed by millions and shared on social media by many artists, including Snoop Dogg. Now he's with us to share his story. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Shoka. Yes, in the hey. building, live in the flesh. How are you, Ella? I'm good. How are you? I'm so good, man. Good. Yeah? So good. Yeah. How, how are you feeling? Um, I feel good. Yeah. I've been feeling really good as of lately, but I don't like saying it a lot. Not like there's nothing wrong with saying it, but like we live in a world where this sounds so dumb, but it's like, it's the truth. People don't like positivity. Oh, wow. It just really? irritates them. People don't like seeing happy people. Yes. Sorry. Happiness, positivity kind of goes hand in hand, but happy people, right. it just irritates them. Do you know what I mean? And I'm aware of that. So I don't like saying it a lot. But do you know where that is coming from? Well, I think people don't like positivity because they are uncomfortable with themselves. Yes, definitely. And they kind of, they are seeking attention. They want yes. somebody to talk to them. Yeah. Because they think if everyone is happy, I'm the only sad but, person. Oh, I get it. Yes. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. It's true. I think it's everyone true. loves positivity, but they want to be included in that. That's what my music is all about. In- it's all about inclusion, like giving you the steps and the keys, like together, all of us together. How could, like, I don't just want to be happy by myself. Yeah, I want the course. whole world to be happy. I want to spread this energy because I know how it feels like not to be happy. Like when you just mentioned my um, bio, my introduction just now, you mentioned that I went through a huge breakdown. You can imagine what kind of mindset I have to be in to have a breakdown like that, to be sectioned in a mental health hospital. I was depressed every single day. Now to wake up and be happy every day, I got to share it. Yeah, of course, that's amazing, and yeah. that's why you know we are we we are here because you are in such a good place, and I think yeah. that you have so much to give, um, and so much to share yeah. that can help other people to mm-hmm. get out from that dark place. That's the whole purpose. So, okay, so tell us about your journey. Yeah. Uh, I know that you've shared your story many times yep. with, you know, uh, with important newspapers, yep. TV channels, but I'm sure there are still some people who haven't heard your story. Yep. And I think your story is extremely, extremely inspiring. Yeah. So can you take us back to the moment when you when you achieved that success so young yep. um, and you, you felt like everything's going to just go ahead, uphill, and then suddenly... So I like to compartmentalize my story in three parts i like to call it the rise the fall and the comeback wow so the rise i'll take you back to the rise the rise was when i was in a group called marvel there was three of us me double s and vertex was the three artists in the group then we had our dj limit then our manager ben and that was us. And then we had this goal just to get into the industry and make some noise. And do you know what I mean? Young kids just wanted to share our talent and be the best. We managed to achieve that two years into our career. 
Like, we was just blessed. We was lucky. So much things fell in line with us. It fell in line for us. Two years into our career, we released these mixtapes. We got awards for it. Um, Chipmunk took us on tour. That was when Chipmunk was at the height of his career. Yeah. Then Skepta took us on tour. Then we toured with Diversity. Then at that time, it was all about singles, having big singles on the radio. So everyone was like, you need to drop a single. You need to do it now. You're the hottest thing. Yeah. So we went to the studio, rustled up this single called We Know. We ended up getting signed to an independent label. Amazing. And then um, the label was so excited about the single, invested money into the single, and then the single didn't do well. It went to like number 100 in the charts, or even more than that. And oh, everyone okay. was expecting a single to do big. But people in the industry was telling us, come back again. You don't just... You don't just blow off one single. Some people are lucky like that, but not for everyone. Gradually, takes come again and again and again. Yeah, yeah. You're doing well. But our label, I don't know, they just got cold feet. I think they spent so much money and they had so much banking on that single that they didn't want to do anything just in case it fails. So um, the single failed, went top 100, label got cold feet, called us in for a meeting, dropped us from the record label. We had to start again from scratch. So now we went from being the hottest thing to literally doing nothing. That starting whole, from zero. From starting from zero. That whole year we was just stagnant. And then Skepta, luckily he called us on tour. He liked what we was doing, brought us on tour with him. But still, because we never had no backing behind us, we couldn't make use of that tour to the best of our ability. Like Krebs and Conan, you know, had Krebs, heard of Krebs and Conan? Yep. They was on tour with us too. Skepta brought Krebs and Conan okay. and Marvel on tour. Cryptoconan was just on the rise. So after that tour, they continued to tour with other people and do shows because they was just coming up. We was like coming out of our heyday. So that tour was like the highlight of our year, but then we had nothing off the back of it to follow it up. So nice. we were scraping to get on our feet. And then during that year is when I spiraled into deep depression. I was just at home doing nothing. I like to describe it as my computer overloaded. It was too mm. much information, too much stress, too much everything. And mm. then one day I came home, end of 2012, I came home and I exploded. And they called the ambulance for me and I ended up getting sectioned for the first time for like five days. Mm -hmm. Then I was cool for a bit. My doctors told me don't come off your medication because people that come off their medication straight away, they relapse. I didn't listen to him because I, mm -hmm. I didn't want to be on medication. You can imagine all my friends are like, don't take medication, it's not good for you. Yeah, of this. course, yeah. And I was embarrassed to be on medication. Yeah. And then I came off it. I ended up relapsing again in 2013, a year later. I spent like 28 days in hospital. Then... Mm -hmm. um, I was doing well for like a good two years. And then my friend called me to go on holiday with him. I went on the holiday. My mom told me just before I went on holiday, take your medication with you. But you didn't. I said I would take it, but I didn't take it, but I took it with me. Oh, right. And then, so I took it, yeah, but I didn't take work. it. <laughs> that doesn't work. That it's doesn't work. It's in my pocket. <laughs> so obviously I went on holiday. I started drinking. I was supposed to take alcohol. I started drinking, drinking, partying. And then I end up relapsing again. And then that last relapse, that so that was the rise. I gave you the rise. I gave you the fall. That last relapse was when I was like, yo, it's comeback time. I got to come back. Because I've got a champion spirit within me, man. My dad was a boxer. I was, I was yeah. and that like, his, his blood's in my, um, he's not in my life. You always have but, to fight. But I've got that fighting spirit in me, man. Yeah. And I know that's where it comes from. Because now I'm older and I understand the mentality it takes to go mm -hmm. into boxing and fight another opponent. So I've got that fighting spirit in me. And I was just like, yo, like, 
I've got to come back from this and I've got to, I've got to make this story inspiring and turn this whole situation around. So that's what I did. I just went on a mission. I started reading books. There's a woman called Louise Hay that really helped me. I don't know if you heard of her. No. She is incredible. Like I say her name in every single interview. I feel like it's my job because oh, I was nice. blessed to come across her work because now I meet so much people and realise they weren't fortunate to come across her work. So what and does she I do? was. She is a self-love advocate. Oh, wow. So she teaches people how to love themselves and how to get rid of bad belief systems and how to talk to yourself in a positive way and how to... That's her job. So, like, I stumbled across her, hence why I made the song Self Love. And then I got signed for the song. So I bought her book and she taught me about self-love. And then I started realizing that most people's problem on this planet is that they don't love themselves. They really don't. And they don't know how to. They don't know where to start. So I was like, yo, I've got this platform. I've got people that follow me. I I have to, it's, it's my responsibility. I wouldn't be able to sleep at night knowing that I know this information and I know how I healed myself and I'm not giving it back. So I made the song Self-Love. And I happened, I happened to get signed for it. So she's probably doing something for me because yeah. she's passed away now. So oh. she's probably doing something and giving me the go ahead. Like she must be happy. So yeah. Um, and I've been on that journey ever since, just helping people with their mental health and uplifting them through the music. It's great that you turned something negative into yeah. something positive. The music, I suppose, is now like a like a mission in yes. your life, isn't it? Yes, and it's like medicine. And it that's is why like your medicine. podcast. That's why I was so happy when I got told you wanted me on it, and I was like, "What's it about?" And they said, "Music's my medicine." I said, "I'm there in a <laughs> flash," <laughs> yeah. because the music was literally my medicine. I would have never shared my story. If I didn't, because when I came out of hospital, all this, like, all this stuff just started aligning for me. Like, my friend was like, hey, listen to Kendrick Lamar's Section 80 album. And I listened to it and he was talking, he was sharing his story. And then I listened to Good Kid Mad City and I was like, oh my God, that's my life. I live in Tottenham. I just came from Tottenham to get here and Tottenham is known to be one of the most dangerous areas in the whole of England. And that's where I live. (laughs) But like, I'm not involved in crime. I'm literally a good kid in a mad city like him. So I was like, no, I need to share my story too. So music helped me because I don't have, my father's not in my life. So I don't have a mentor and um, I don't have an older brother. I'm my only child. So music became my teachers. So they helped me. But has your approach yeah. to music changed over the years? Because you started making music when you were younger. Yeah. And now I totally get it that it's, you know, the music is the mission, music is the medicine. Yeah. It can help you, the creative process, mm-hmm. to process your own thoughts. Yeah. But then the result of those thoughts may help other people. Yeah. But what was your relationship with music when you were younger? It was just for fun. Right. Just for fun. I love writing lyrics. I love the reaction that I'll get from people. So I did it and I just had, it was just for fun. But until I started listening to the Kendrick Lamar's album and the J. Cole's album and I saw how the music healed me. And I was like, oh, that's you music. Can do that with Big music. M. <laughs> I was like, wow, you can do that with music. I never knew. I thought you can just make people jump up and down and, you know, 
take drugs and drink to your music. I didn't know you could make them cry, but the cry, the tears is like tears of joy and you just healed them and helped them release something. And I was mm. like, that's what I want to use my gift for. So I don't know, maybe it was just in me to want to use my gift like that. Other people just want to use it to make people jump up and down. There's nothing wrong with that too. Maybe they need that. They've been mm. working so hard, they need a release. Yeah, of course, but yeah. for me, I was like, nah, I want to use it for what music just did for me. It just helped me like release. So my music's therapy. Yeah. Like my new project I got coming up, when you listen to it, like you're going to hear my innermost fears, my insecurities, my truths, um, what I'm happy about, what I'm not happy about, my vulnerable mm. side. So everything goes into music. You can use music for that. And mm. I think it's important for me to do that because there's someone at home that probably has the same gift that I've got but they don't know that they can use music like that because they haven't mm. seen anyone yet and they're going to stumble across me and have the same moment I had when I stumbled across Kendrick. When I was in hospital, I could have ended it all. I should not be here today. I know what I went through going through hospital three times. I saw so much traumatic things. I should not be here. But I thought if I do be here, if I am going to stay here, it's going to be if the person that does see me go through all of that and stay here. It's so important that they see that because they could want to end it and they could see me and be like, oh, look what he's achieved just by staying here and sticking it out. Maybe I should continue. But if I end it, I don't know. I could sp- inspire someone else to end it because no. I was talking to, I got a friend of mine that calls me all the time and her dad committed suicide. Oh, wow. And I was on the phone to her the other day and she was crying and she was like, now I understand why my dad did it. Life is so hard. Maybe I should do it too. And then I oh, realized, no. oh, you can inspire people in that way too. Not like her dad did it intentionally, but that could give her, that could it's make th- her think, thought, yeah. yeah, oh, he did it because she said he's happy now. So, oh, he did it. Maybe I should do it too. And then I was like, ah, oh, that's why it was so important for me to continue this mission because someone needs to see it and know that it's important to continue to. Everybody try to warn me, trying to hear a word. When I was in the mental home, who opened their mouth? Only doubles about, only jokes is about. The friends that I called friends was boasting about. Shock is back in again, have you heard, have you heard? And I was like, word, that's absurd, I was hurt. But what goes around comes back around slowly. Count your friends on one hand, that's what they told me. My mother's got cancer now, so if you know me, then you should phone me. But if you don't care about our well-being, don't bother approach me. I'm watching my friends closely. Everybody try to warn me. One of the messages that you want to pass on to your audience yeah. is that through music that they can heal their pain or yeah. work out some some stuff in their heads that yeah. they don't understand that confuses them or yeah. bothers them either way. Whatever your gift is, you've been doing this now, you're doing podcasting and yeah. now you're getting to give me a platform to yeah. express to people. That's a gift. Like yeah. not everyone has got the courage to want to do something like this or their passion. So, and you're hearing so much insights through us that could inspire you too, that could help you heal as well. You would have never, ever heard my story if you didn't decide to do this gift. 
That's that's so true. And and thank you so much for saying this, because I obviously I'm doing podcast for certain audience because yeah. I saw so many stories yeah. of of artists that inspired me. Yes. And you know what? I was th- that was the main reason why I decided to uh, conceptualize the podcast, yeah. because I always look for inspiration. Yeah. Each time I go through a hardship, I feel like there must be more to this yes and i want to get inspired yes. and what inspires me the stories of people who went through a hardship yes. but they got out yes. and did something meaningful definitely and i want to find like a build like a place yes. for these stories yep. and share them with others yes. and this is how i came up with like oh music is my medicine yes creativity can be yes. your medicine yes. or like i don't know doing sports hiking traveling yes. can be your medicine yes Definitely. So, wow. I totally thank you, agree. Thank you so much for saying that because yeah. this is literally the, the whole idea behind the, the podcast. Yep. And probably we both come out from the same place. Thing. Yeah, definitely. 100%. It's the same intention. Different ways of expressing it. I'm expressing it through music. You're expressing it through podcasting. But it's still the same intention of wanting to inspire people, wanting to improve the quality of people's lives. We all have talents. And people, I think, make a big mistake thinking that somebody else's talent is you know an obstacle because you want to do the same thing yeah when you get jealous jealousy is so unproductive yes. it will not let you grow yes and if you take action motivated by jealousy you will stop other people yes. from growing yeah so what's the point so nobody's gonna grow yeah so everything will be just just Stagnant. average yeah definitely uh, you know it's true so, but if we look at like other people who achieve amazing things as mm-hmm. an inspiration yeah. and we come closer to them and support them and then learn something from yeah. them and decide to to do our own thing yeah you know everyone will grow in a yes. way so and it's true because i could have looked at kendrick and looked at j cole and thought Man, they're doing what I'm doing, what I want to do already. There's no point. Who am I gonna talk? Who am I gonna touch? Yeah. They're already doing it. Everyone knows them. Why should I say my piece? But then I realized there's certain people that I'm gonna meet in life that they're never going to meet ever. Like he might I'm from Nigeria, he's not from Nigeria. So yeah. when I go to my area in Nigeria, there's certain people I'm gonna talk to that he'll never talk to. So have you ever met Kendrick Lamar? No, but I intend to. However, God and the universe is gonna work it out, I intend to. Kendrick and J. Cole are on my two on my like, like a wish list. Wish list, because they've helped me so much. And I would love to just tell them, like Oh, I have a feeling it's gonna happen. <laughs> I would love to tell them, like, you lot changed the trajectory of my like I would love to say thank you for not giving up. Yeah. Because if they gave up, I would have never saw that and known that it's possible. Yeah. And then like, and they went through their own hardships and yeah. look where they are now. Yes. And mm. then I saw it. That's why success is so important. Like Stormzy, I can't imagine what Stormzy's doing for little black kids, we're not going to know until 40 years later when they come up and say, oh, I I watched Stormzy's Glastonbury at eight years old. We're not going to know yet. But I'm just, because I'm just imagining now, I'm just fathoming like how he, like there's a little kid at home today that is writing because of Stormzy, because they saw him at the mobiles when they on telly or like, oh, mama, what are you on telly? He's black like me. Do you know what I mean? There's that little kid. So that's who I've got in mind now when I'm, when I don't want to get up in the morning I think, nah, there's that kid that needs to see me. Oh, that's... Because he needs to know that you can have mental health and you can still be successful. There's that kid, there's so many of them. There's so much people that's been sectioned that thought this is the end for me. Because it's, it, it does look like the end in society. 
Because when you've been sectioned and you've gone through mental health problems, you can't get a job, you can't do much, your family frown upon you. So mm. that's why I stress that, like... Did you have to go through all I of this? I had to go through all of this. Wow. But I'm just lucky that I have my gift. So right. my gift gives the world a different perception of me. Because they look at me and think, hmm, he's went through all of that, but he's talented. So let's listen to him. Do you know what I mean? Right. So I'm... And that's why I always stress that people should use their gifts because there's a chapter in the Bible. I'm not really religious, but this chapter, this verse stuck out to me so much. And it says, your gift will make room for you and bring you before great people, great yeah. men. Yeah. And yeah. that verse always stuck out for me. And I thought, why would God say your gift will make room for you? Why does it have to make room for you? And then it made, then I got it. I was like, because he knew you might end up in a circumstance in the world where there's no room. It's tight. Like, yeah. you ain't got no qualifications. Um, you're from a poor background. You can't get a job. It's tight for you. And your gift that I've given you is what's going to give you the room to get out of that situation. And I was like, oh, my God, that's me. Wow. Like, I didn't pass school. I was naughty. I got sent to Nigeria. Um, I can't get a job because of my mental health disabilities. But I've been given this gift. And this gift has brought me in front of Ella. And it's got me a TED Talk. And it's got me self-love. And it's got me signed. And it literally made room for me so I want to tell that to other people like yo you know that thing you're doing that you don't believe in trust me like there's gonna come there's gonna come a day where you can't get a job or you are getting a job but it's only paying you like a certain amount and you're gonna need to turn to that gift one day and you're gonna need to use it and that gift is gonna change everything wow wow I think once you find it you know it you know it 100% You'll know it because you won't stop thinking about it. You'll do it for no money. If I yeah. say to people, if they took away money today, no money, yeah, what would you be doing? Then they'll say it. They'll so be like, true. oh, I'll be golfing. I'll be like, that's it. Yeah. Just find a way to turn the golfing into money. My cousin said my music won't survive in this new era Cause they don't like things that's too clever He said it's not about the words no more, it's about the beat Young Fargy can barely hear the words when he speaks But it's the vibe that he's giving them My cousin said if you ain't got a vibe we ain't listening He knows I'm on a mission but he thinks I'm wasting my time with this newer generation They ain't ready for a new age, miseducation They don't even like education, I'm still trying to raise their consciousness Truth tellers always face the worst consequence Kanye's been ranting and they're calling him insane People ranted throughout history and they treated them the same I've been to two mental homes so I'm the easiest to frame If I keep ranting they'll tell you something fucked up with my brain and the people so gullible that's the shit that hurts more their frame bonkers and nearly fucked up everything he worked for when i die i'ma ask god why he put profits on this earth for he's probably gonna ignore my question and go and birth more there's a reason for everything i remember when rap music used to teach us everything you can learn anything do you think there are certain things in the music industry not music itself as as art but music industry that could or maybe should change to not allow, especially young artists starting industry, to get hurt? I think the status pressure, and that's why I'm trying to crack that, where I'm trying to make a small step, a small contribution. My next project is called Impact Over Numbers. And the reason why I think this project is so important, because this generation is so driven by numbers. 
Right. I just joined TikTok and TikTok is all about the fastest person to get a million likes. And they're literally doing anything and everything to get a million likes, which is dangerous because if you don't get a million likes, what happens to your mental health? Do yeah. you start thinking low of yourself? Do you start thinking you're not worthy? So mm. we're putting our worthiness in the numbers. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whereas we're meant to focus on the impact. That's what I want to inspire the younger generation. I want to change their um, perspective just a tiny bit. Just shift it to their left. Numbers is okay. But what about if you focus on the impact and get the numbers? It feels much better. Can you tell a little bit more about yeah. your process, creative process and yeah. the way how you how you process your thoughts? Because you must have mastered it over the years. Yeah. You've been through so many things. Yeah. I saw a quote the other day that describes how my mind works. It says, have an interview with your thoughts. Mm. And I was like, that's me. That's what I do. I have interviews with my thoughts. When I have a negative thought, I don't be like, oh my God, I don't want to think that thought. Mm-hmm. I start having a conversation with it. Yeah. So if I'm be like, I'm not good enough, I'll ask, why am I not good enough? And then my mind will respond. So my subconscious will tell me a thought that I probably told myself why I'm not good enough and it will bring it out. It'll be mm. like, oh, you said you're not good enough because you never got your GCSEs. And then I'll be like, but why does that matter? Richard Branson never finished school. And I have an interview and then we get to the, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then by the end of it, I'll, 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 I always try to end it on a positive one though. Course, At the end yeah. of the interview, it would be, so I am good enough, but I've <laughs> gone through the state. People don't go that deep. People just take their thoughts for, um, for what the thought is, and that's it. No, mm-hmm. have an in- that's why I said interview, because the interview is not aggressive. Yes. Like, we're having an interview now. It's a conversation. It's a conversation. People yes. don't want to have interviews with their thoughts. They want to have fights with their thoughts. Yeah. And then you realise, oh, your mind's just there to protect you from danger. Yes. So any danger, it protects you. So if I walk into a room, it starts telling me, does she like you? Which one do you think doesn't like you? It's just, do you know yeah. what I mean? But it's not true. The unknown is where all the magic happens. Once you can get that into your head, you're going to run towards the unknown. Where you don't want to be is in the known because you know what's going to happen. I like doing different things every single time. Every time it has to be new and fresh. That's how you keep your career exciting. Because people wonder, how does Jay-Z last for so long? Because he's doing something, he's always pushing himself. He's gone into Rock Nation sports now. Rock Nation management. Always pushing himself, doing something different. Kanye said in an interview, change your job every 10 years. But I understand why, because you've done 10 years of that job. So if you're going to do another 10, it's most likely that you're going to do the same things you've done. Yeah, but then you don't progress. And if you don't progress, you know, the world make steps ahead so yes. you actually go backwards exactly so you, you don't grow you don't stay in the same place yes. for 20 years yes you will be going backwards, backwards. because other people you know uh, make steps ahead it's true so it's yeah true. wow wow you're yeah. so inspirational <laughs> you're like wow i've had a lot of time man i've been through a lot i've been through a lot um i'm a really happy person but my music's dark Yeah. But I understand why my music's dark, because that's why I get to express the darkness. Yeah. Instead of express... When you don't have a, a gift to express it through, you start expressing it in, like, real life. 
So people yes. go out and stab somebody or you yeah. hear on the news, this person, that person's got darkness inside them and they didn't have nowhere to express it. So they went out and just killed someone. That will be me if I didn't have music. I'll have all this frustration. I'll be on the train one day and I'll just, do you know what I mean? And they won't yeah. know why I did it because I'm going through, because I'm not happy all the time. Like my mom's got cancer right now. Oh gosh, I'm Yeah, so she's sorry. battling cancer. But they told her she's got three months to live, but she's still here. They told her that three months ago, but she's still here. So that's a good oh. thing. You still never know what's going to happen. So I've still got my demons that I battle with on a day-to-day basis that's always at the back of my mind when I see my mom there's always yeah. obstacles you know what I mean and everyone gets their obstacles according to what they can handle so maybe I can handle all the little stuff maybe the way your mind frame works you can deal with your mom having cancer right now because yeah. of how where you've evolved to in your mind some people will go over the edge some people won't even come and do this interview but yeah so yeah I've got my balance that's yeah. a lot to me she's a mother a father a brother and all the above she's superwoman Single mother, she rides when expected to burn. She loved only love in return. And life is a lesson she learned. See, Rocco, you play too much. There ain't no one like her confirmed. To all my single mothers that's been grinding for years. My mother put in blood, sweat, and tears. And even though I never had both parents, she made sure I wasn't jealous of my peers. My mother's name's Helen. And when you're spelling that, it's ironic that it's got the word hell in that. Cause she's been through hell and back too. When she's never going back, you can tell him that too. And I know that you want that new house, mummy. And I promise I'ma get you that too. And I know that you want to quit work, mummy. And I'ma make your dream come true. You did the sports day, you did the school run, you did the parents evening, you did it all, mum. You made me feel good, you was the cool mum. You're a single mother, you did it all, mum. She's a mother, a father, a brother, and all the above. She's superwoman, single mother, she rides when expected to burn. She loved only love in return, and life is a lesson she learned. So what are you planning to do next? What are your, your plans? Um, I've got my headline show on the 29th of February. You should get a ticket and come if you can. I, I am. But I I'd am love you to be there. I've got my headline show on the 29th of February, which is another me jumping into the unknown. I just did a worldwide campaign with Snapchat around Ooh. mental health. Oh, music. I've got the Impact Over Numbers project I was telling you about. Yep. That's finished. I'm going to start releasing singles this month or early March. So yeah, there's a lot coming up. It's it's an exciting year. And a book. I just for, I for, didn't tell you about that too. I might oh, have man. a book called The Rise, Fall and the Combat that I was telling you. I'm in the talks right now. Right now, I've got a meeting on Tuesday. Wow. And I'm in talks of having putting that story into a book. I wish you best of luck. I'm, yeah. uh, I'm, I'd be interested to see you in 10 years yeah. because whatever you will do would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. thank you very, very much for thank coming. For, for everyone who, who is listening, if you don't follow Shoka, find him on Instagram, yes. Shoka underscore artist. Yep. Get inspired. Yep. Listen to great stuff. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. That was fire. Oh, that was great. That was so good. Some people call it selfish. I call it self-love. Some people call it selfish. I call it self-love. Health is wealth, love. Don't forget about your self-love. Some people call it selfish. Self-love.